How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 29 Chapter 5 This is Season 29 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 5. In this episode, we will be talking about the consequences arising from the consumption phase described in Season 29 Chapter 4 in others. In the last episode, we talked about how the product of exegesis is consumed, during the consumption phase, by others. This was described in the last paragraph of the podcast as follows. The meaning of the product, which is the material produced as a reactive sublimation of the dissonant consensualities content, created by the linear stream of emphasis, which is the result of the attention of the generator, begins with that linear stream, then is reoriented through the reactive emotionality of the recipients until such time as it is fully absorbed and continuity re-established. Thus, it begins with the original intent of the generator, and gradually assumes the reactive meanings of the recipients, until such time as the tension dissipates and continuity is re-established. With this episode, I would like to elaborate how the reactive emotionality of the consumers manifests. In the processing of the experience by others, which is preserved as the product of the exegesis, is the potential for the generation of a corresponding orthogonal thought. But prior to this generation, is the translation of dissonance or asynchronization between the recipient of the product and any others within which they exist in a tonic-dominant relationship. That is to say, continuity is re-established by reactive emotionality in the relationships of the recipient. So, let me give you an example. Let's say you generate a product of exegesis, PO, as part of a conversation with some other. You take the experiences which resolve or represent the apprehension of some experience which exists as a dissonant consensuality and you produce something in writing to express to some other. Their review of that product of exegesis generates asynchronous behavior in their relationships, that is, it produces reactive emotionality in a relationship with some third person. So, if A produces some product of exegesis, B reviews said product of exegesis, which preserves the tension created in the rejection of some other as a manifestation of their affirmative stance. Their consumption of the product generates a breakdown in mirroring with some other, person C, through reactive emotionality in the absence of sublimation and the production of orthogonal thought. If person B generates orthogonal thought in response to the radiation of orthogonal thought represented by review of the product of exegesis, then the negative emotionality returns to the original generator, producing asynchronous behavior in their relationships and the process begins again. In other words, aversion preserves some tension in the relationship with the original other privy to the dissonant consensuality representing loss of synchronization. Some residual tension survives in the product of exegesis, which radiates outward as it is reviewed by some third person. This review generates reactive emotionality or asynchronous behavior in their relationship with some fourth person until they generate exegesis of the experience and produce orthogonal thought, which reverses the process. In other words, conservation does not just reflect identity, it reflects a lack of synchronization between persons in existing relationships. The process of generating orthogonal thought is the sublimation of tension created by dissonance in others' relationships, which radiates outward until it is consumed and redirected back to the generator. Thus, 
Continuity is conserved by reactive emotionality to orthogonal thought or by the generation of exegesis through its sublimation as reactive orthogonal thought. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.